When we think of uh, Paul's letters, we often think of the abstract, but this is in particular. He's writing to specific people. He's probably thinking about who he's who is going to be listening to him. And he says that, you know, he went to talk to Peter um, when they had had this falling out. He went to talk to Peter and then they, they got together and they tried to hash this out. Should the gospel remain only in Jewish circles? In other words, should these apostles who are commissioned by Jesus to go and, and baptize people all around the world, should they keep it just to the Jewish people that were scattered all around the world? It's often said, uh, maybe in memes or on uh, social media, that Jesus didn't come to found a religion or Jesus wasn't Christian. And while there's certainly some truth to that, Jesus trained three, 12 people for three years to go out and baptize people in his own name, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. He also told his disciples to go out into the world and teach everybody everything that Jesus had commanded them. So to me, that sounds kind of like Jesus was starting something new. Um, certainly there's continuity with the Old Testament. There's continuity with the covenant that God made with God's people in the Old Testament. But there's also something new, something that is uh, different in such a way that by entering into this relationship with Jesus, you start following Jesus. Um, Dolly Parton famously said on Easter many years ago, he's alive. And when you follow someone that's alive today, not just alive on Easter day, but alive today, there's always something that he asks us to do to go a little bit further. And that can be really tough. It was tough for these early Christians to kind of discern where Jesus was leading them into the world. Here was this large group of Gentile Christians that were, they had the Holy Spirit, they were getting baptized. And yet a lot of the Christians who had grown up in a Jewish context and had been very careful to protect their faith were having a really hard time with this. And so you can see how Paul works this out. And at the end, they come to this agreement that Paul will continue to go to the Gentiles. He'll go out to Europe. He'll go to all these places. And eventually he'll go to Rome, the center of Gentile, the Gentile world. Whereas uh, Cephas, who is also known as Peter, and James and John will have a primary mission to the Jewish people that are still living in Jerusalem and Judea and are living all over the Roman world at this time. And so the thing that they agree on, they say, like, we're going to agree on a couple things. One, that the Holy Spirit is present in all these communities, and we need to recognize that. And the last thing they agreed on was that we need to remember the poor. Christianity is ultimately a group of people that remembers the poor. Someone said many years ago that if you, uh, when you got to heaven, you had to have a letter of recommendation from all the poor people that live near you. Would you get in if you needed that letter of recommendation from them? Christians uh, throughout time and space, you can go back to the earliest days of the Christian church. You'll find admonitions to care for the poor, to do what you can to share what you have with them. Um, and it's something that hasn't changed. Uh, poor people in this world that we live in now are not so visible as they maybe used to be in the ancient world when you'd walk to the grocery store and pass 25 or 30 people that are begging, children uh, and elderly people and young people just begging there in the street. And yet they are with us still. Uh, we have built an elaborate world around us so that we can be insulated from the experience of poor people. Uh, we've employed all kinds of measures to keep ourselves distant from them. 
And yet, in fact, the one consensus of this early missionary split, this church split that happens, is that they'll both remember the poor. Uh, When we think about people from other Christian denominations, this is one area we can all agree on. That's why Circle of Hope is so powerful in Pflugerville. It's not run by any one church or denomination, but churches contribute to it. Churches share in the ministry and the workload there. And it's one of those good things you can see very tangibly that Christians who probably disagree on a lot of things have said, you know, Jesus taught us to care for poor people. That's something we can agree on. And we're going to do that no matter what. And so you can see like the heart of the gospel, even though they're having this huge disagreement, that they're basically saying we're never going to talk to each other again. But we can agree on this one thing. Remember the poor. Care for them. Do what you can for them. And this is where I love Paul. Paul is often seen as this mean guy who did a lot of mean things to Christians. Jesus was the nice guy. And then Paul came along and made it a religion. Jesus was here to love everybody. He was a hippie with his long hair and um, his bag in his bell-bottom pants. And you know, he was white, of course. He was obviously a white hippie living here in, this, in the 1960s. And he was such a cool guy. And, um, and then Paul comes along. He's mean. He's cantankerous. He tries to change the, the love of Jesus into something that is more like a religion. And that's bad. But when you read Paul, like in his own words, you find that he's extremely affectionate. He's extremely loving. He cares about people. When, when people leave him, he's incredibly heartbroken. He feels this deep in his, in his heart. Um, Paul is extremely emotionally involved in the kind of work he's doing. He's emotionally involved with the people he's ministering with. This is not some cold, calculated strategy for turning the love, the hippie love of Jesus into some kind of hard religion. This is someone who knows Jesus. He saw Jesus. In fact, we start out with that description that, G- that Paul met Jesus. He, knew, he knows him. and Everything he does, no matter where he goes, no matter what he does, he's always saying, what would Jesus do in this situation? And I want to be like him. Um, Paul here is following in the path of discipleship, just as you are doing today. You're here. You're doing what Jesus has called you to do, to pray together, to care for one another, and to share that love with people around us. Amen.